Hi, I'm Elena Hudgens-Lyle. And I'm Harvinder Vadva. We're from the podcast Inappropriate Questions. It's a show about questions, ones that might be uncomfortable. Inappropriate, get it? We've looked at everything from how old are you, to have you lost weight, to how did you get pregnant? That's right. And we talk to guests and experts who have been asked these questions to find more respectful ways to get curious. So check us out. You can find Inappropriate Questions on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Original Podcast. Crouch, weeping, on bare, filthy surface, like bathroom floor, for roughly the same amount of time as a fair. From CBC Original Podcasts, this is Love Me, a show about the messiness of human connection. I'm Lou. Today's episode, Old Wounds. I have a scar on my right arm. Three little dashes curved into an arch. They're teeth marks from my sister. When we were little, we fought a lot, like physically fought. Hair pulling, scratching, biting. I would sometimes show people my sister's teeth marks on my arm to prove what a terrible relationship we had. But recently, I had this moment where I was looking at this scar, and I had this odd feeling that my story wasn't entirely true. I'm pretty sure I had some kind of wound there. But now I wonder if it was just a little scratch that scabbed over, and that I picked and picked and picked at the scab until it scarred. It's like I wanted a mark on the outside. Something that would convey how much she hurt me on the inside. It was raining very hard that day. I remember her nice, bright yellow coat. I told you that the rain is one of the things that makes the fungus grow. And you said, Wow, is it growing right now? Can I see it? When I met Linda, I felt something stirring inside myself for the first time in a long while. It turns out there was something stirring inside Linda too. In Italian, the word fungo means fungus, mold, and mushroom. And my thing is all three. Linda has a fungus that lives in her knee. I was in Thailand in 2004. I was hit by the tsunami. My leg was torn apart by a piece of wood. And somewhere, somehow, this bloody fungus that usually lives in the seawater found its way inside my knee bone. But no doctor could remove it. It was a story she had told a thousand times, the quick version to explain the scars on her legs. I'm used to hearing the, oh, poor little girl, kind of reaction. But you didn't have it. You are curious. I wanted to know everything about Linda. The story behind each scar, 
the tragedy that the tsunami must have been. But I didn't know if she would let me in. Healing from this, finding a way to keep the fungus quiet, became the most important thing of my life. The first time we were intimate, I had to be careful not to pull Linda's leg too high, not to push against the fungus, not to squash the scars too hard. You see this long scar? From my knee to half of my shin? They open me from here to here. The fungus is made by countless spores and it's impossible to take them all away with surgery. And the knee is a place where it's hard for blood to carry the proper drug that could defeat it. If Linda doesn't manage the fungus, it grows. And when it grows, it starts eating her knee and tibia tissue. When I'm really sick, Loretta gets stronger. Did I mention I named the Linda's fungus Loretta? Mm, remind me, why did you name her Loretta? I got the name Loretta from Monty Python's Life of Brian that I saw at least 50 times in my teenage years while everyone else was out on dates. Some rebels are planning a riot and one of them comes out saying that he wants to be a woman. And then, proud of her new place in the world, she says, from now on, I want you to call me Loretta. Loretta can be a very cranky roommate. When it's humid outside, Loretta groans and stretches. It feels like being blown up from the inside. When Linda eats pizza, Loretta gets bloated from the yeast. And I don't want my knee to turn into a loaf of bread. Linda has to keep herself away from cakes, pastry, sweet and everything that contains sugar. Otherwise the fungus will start to ferment. No mushrooms because they grow stronger together. And no white rice or potatoes because they have glucose. Linda even had to give up her favorite hobby, salsa dancing, because Loretta isn't very athletic. And no wine. And in Italy, it means that I have to start an argument with the waiter every time I sit at a restaurant table. Hanging out with Linda, I found out that she and I could never be alone. Sometimes you thought I was pulling out Loretta just as an excuse because I didn't like you or I didn't want to do things with you. But it was just her. It was raining very hard that day. The air was full of water. When random people found me after the tsunami, I was sitting completely naked on a mattress that had been taken away 
by the wave. I rescued myself by climbing on it, pulling myself out of the water. I was trying to shout help, but a toneless whiffle was coming out from my mouth. Someone carried her through the wreckage to a hotel. It was one of the very few buildings left standing after the wave passed through the island. Her legs were devastated by open wounds. One of her rescuers brought her a muddy bedsheet so she could cover her body. Somewhere, somehow, this bloody fungus that usually lives in the seawater found its way inside my knee bone. Loretta. You see this long scar from my knee to half After I got back to Italy, it took me five years to walk again, to become confident in my legs, to accept my scars and to feel normal again. They opened me from here to here. My leg became the test for my potential relationships, letting people get closer if I felt they could make my life easier and pushing them away when I thought they were not brave, patient or understanding enough to handle what I was going through. Sometimes I water the plants on Linda's balcony and I find some little mushroom in the plant's soil. It happened a couple of times that I started talking to them like a jealous father protecting his teenage daughter, saying, Loretta isn't home. Go away. She has to study. She doesn't have time for you, mushroom boys. But sometimes, even Loretta needs a bit of fun. It's our anniversary, and after a lot of research, I found the most suitable cake for Linda to eat. It's an adaptation of the traditional torta tenerina. I spent seven years of my life trying to get rid of my fungus, even if I knew I had to live with it inside me forever. But since you gave her a name, when Loretta knocks on my knee or starts to hurt me, I try to find a way to get along with her. Maybe she's not so evil. She's not the one who tore open my leg. She just crawled in there, looking for a home. Loretta found a home in Linda's knee. And a home is what I've also found. A home with a smart, brave girl living inside. A fancy bright yellow raincoat in the closet. Some plants to water on the balcony. And an oven. To bake a cake once in a while. To make life sweeter for both of them. To make life sweeter for all three of us. Linda, Linda Loretta, Loretta and me. La torta è pronta. Finita. Finita.
Katie Joe's Heartbreak Pie Crust makes one nine-inch crust. Here's what you'll need. One cup flour. One half teaspoon salt. One tablespoon butter. One third cup vegetable shortening. One medium heartbreak. Ice water, half a cup. Preparation time, approximately 15 years. Okay, let's get started. Step one, place all ingredients and rolling pin in freezer at least 30 minutes before beginning. Step number two, meet Katie Joe in college. Should be beautiful, blonde, with a lyrical prose style. Make sure she's unavailable, preferably with much handsomer boyfriend. Preheat to 425 degrees. Three, sift together flour and salt. Step four, when Katie Joe publishes first novel, combine unrequited lust with professional envy to form unattainable ideal of all that you desire. Step five, Using fingers, knives, or biscuit cutter, cut butter and shortening into flour mixture until fats are broken up into nodules the size of champagne grapes, handling dough as little as possible. Step six, correspond with Katie Joe regarding writing, books, relationships, etc. for approximately one decade. Reduce heat, simmer through two marriages. Step seven, mix ice water into flour mixture, spoonful by spoonful, until dough can form a ball. This is a crucial phase. Too little water and dough will crack. Too much and it will stick. Eight, as soon as Kitty Joe's second marriage ends, commence long distance affair. Minimum, 1,000 miles. Increase heat to high until ingredients break down. Should take no more than four visits, phoning frequently throughout. Total duration, three to four months. <clears throat> Nine, roll out crust onto clean, floured countertop, not pressing, but rolling in firm, even strokes from center outward, using ice water to mend any cracks. Ten. Crouch, weeping, on bare, filthy surface, like bathroom floor, for roughly same amount of time as a fair. Eleven, pour in filling, lay on lattice-top crust if desired, crimp edges, then brush top with milk and sprinkle with sugar. Extra dough can be sprinkled with sugar and cinnamon, rolled up and baked to make a treat, called roly-polies, that children love. Step 12. After one year, exchange bittersweet emails until Katie Joe enters third marriage. Enjoy. That was Katie Joe's Heartbreak Pie, written by Tim Kreider, 
Tim is the author of We Learn Nothing. We'll have a link on our website. It was performed by Seth Morris. I miss you, Katie Joe. You also heard Linda, Loretta, and me, produced with Jonathan Zenti. Loretta isn't home. Go away. She doesn't have time to lose with you, mushroom boys. <laughs> it also featured Linda Granietto. Wow. Is it growing right now? Can I see it? A big thanks to her for sharing her story. Jonathan is a radio producer based in Rome. Look out for his podcast, Meet, about the bodies we have and the lives we live because of them. Coming soon. You can find a link to more of his work on our website, cbc.ca slash loveme, where you can also see an animation of Loretta. She's actually kind of cute in a weird, you know, fungusy kind of way. Love Me is produced, edited, and mixed by Mira Burt-Wentonic and Crystal Duhame in Montreal. Original theme music by Tim Kingsbury. Additional music by Nick Kipfer. Subscribe to the podcast at cbc.ca slash loveme or through your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. It would mean a lot to us. And why not write us a review on Apple Podcasts? I'm Lou Olkowski. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. In the meantime, want more CBC podcasts? On Drugs is a new show about how drugs have shaped our world. Love Me listeners might like their recent episode about sex and relationships. Here's a clip. I've had people tell me that they look in the mirror at themselves naked when they're sober and they hate what they see. They just see a really unattractive reflection. And what they ask me is, why is it that when I'm on chems, I look in the mirror and I see a very attractive guy? They're asking me, are the drugs like warping my vision? Or are they confusing me? Am I tripping out on the drugs? And I actually really am ugly, but the drugs are making me look beautiful? Or am I actually really beautiful? And the drugs are disinhibiting me and stopping me from judging myself so harshly. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.